have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight from the Chess. My name is Justin Groth. Thank you for giving me your listening ear. If you're new, welcome to the podcast. This is a personal development podcast that I hope serves you well with some of the things that we're going to dive into. Um, if you've been listening for any length of time, thank you. I appreciate you as well. Guys, truth be told, I don't even know how to get into these podcasts. I don't know how to start them off. I never know. I, there's no good reason for me to even be talking to you. I don't know. That's the thing that balls me up every time I get on these things. It's like, I don't know how to, how to even start them off. Like there's, and I, and I hate starting off with something that seems like it's, um, planned. That's, that's, I've, I've never liked that, but it's like, how do you, how else do you do a podcast? I'll tell you how you do a podcast. You do it off the fly. And you just come off the fly right in the beginning, right out of the gate. And there's something to be said about that. I oftentimes just want to get on here. And I just, I don't even want to think about what I'm going to, what I'm going to say, or what I'm going to talk about. I just want to get on. And I think that if I wasn't looking into a camera, I would, if I was just recording and it was just me and the mic and no camera, meaning there's no you possible you looking at me. I would just record and I just, and I wouldn't even probably think about what I'm going to say, but it's just, there's some aspect that magnifies it when you know that you're being looked at. And even if no one looks at the podcast, no one views it, like, I don't know that that's going to happen. So I'm going to say, I'm going to act as if somebody's looking or there's a big audience and it's just, it's, it can be very, it can be very um, frustrating because all the while I want to give you exactly who I am, authentic, natural in its raw form. And that you can't really do that when you outline shit. You just can't. You, you're going to be some type of a, of a, of a pre-materialized outcome. There's going to be a prematerialized outcome as a result of you going into something that you've already planned or pre-gamed for. It's not going to be 100% authentic. You know what it reminds me of? I went into a comedian a, a comedy show one time and the with one of my favorite comedians. I think it was Bill Burr. I don't know for sure. I think it was might have been Bill Burr. And um he he actually came out and he said exactly what I'm telling you said, I never know how to start these things. There's no real good reason for me to be talking to you. And that's kind of where I stole it. But it's true. That's how I feel. He's just telling you how he feels, but it's really how all of us feel. And it's funny when he said that the whole crowd started laughing and it, they didn't really, I think they laughed more so because they can relate to what he's saying. They can relate a hundred percent. They know, even though that was part of his script and that was outlined and that was refined before he even came on stage, still, it makes you think like maybe that wasn't, maybe that was improvised. 
Maybe that was something that he really felt. And maybe it was, probably wasn't, because most high-level comedians, they have an act, a gig that's already laid out before they even before they even start talking. But it's it couldn't it couldn't resonate more and apply more to me, and probably you, I'm sure. Um, you, you, you feel like you have to have something pre-gamed before you go into something. And oftentimes it convolutes who you are from an authentic space. And you're not ever really that good because you're trying to be somebody that you're really not. I mean, you might be 80% authentic and these are arbitrary percentages here. Obviously you might be 80% authentic. The the last 20% is pre-gamed you're missing out on a lot there with just that percentage that that ratio 80 to 20 that's a lot of that's a lot of authenticism that's going to be left on the table that could otherwise be relatable to somebody and actually cause them to listen deeper and actually receive larger what you're saying and the fact that you me too like uh, so I'm I'm dispensing with this because it is something that is hard for me to to just it's hard for me to just want to document. I want to create. I I'm not really a creator. I'm actually not a creator at all. I'm a documenter, but it's hard for me to want to document because I think that I might be misinterpreted. And I, I think that I'm not that misinterpreted. I just, it's the fear aspect of everything. It's the fear that comes in and says, you know what? You know, so-and-so might not take that the right way. Or that's not probably the best thing to say. And <laughs> that shouldn't matter. You know, obviously there's a screen, there's a filter on certain things that you're, that I'm going to talk about. Hey, I'm never going to talk about politics because hey, I just don't really delve into politics that much and it's just not my cup of tea really. Um, I know it probably should be. It's not though. I don't really care all that much. What's going to happen is going to happen without me thinking or waving my hand in the air regardless of that. It's going to happen anyways. And so... I just don't consume it and I don't, I don't give any energy to it. And then, but there are things that like are really important to me and that's the thing that I dispense with on this channel or on this podcast rather. And I, and I don't want to take away from that because that's the only, those are the only things that I have that I deem valuable and that I actually have some type of authority in. And if I, if I just if I just veer, if I veer away from those things, I'm not going to be who I am. And I'm leaving a lot of my natural authenticity on the table. And that's disparaging. And that should be disparaging to you. If that's going on in your life, that should be very, very, very discouraging and, and put you in a disparage. Just probably 15 minutes ago, one of my friends texts me and he asks, um, 
he he's starting a gym and he's asking about names, like what to call a gym. He wants to call it something that is, you know, a part of who he is, what he what he thinks, you know, it should be, you know, I don't know, whatever. He thinks it should be called something. You can tell that he wants to call it something or other, but maybe he's getting a little bit sidelined by maybe what other people are are um maybe their opinions of what it might be called. I can't get my fucking words out. But what he's saying is like, look, I don't know what to call it, but I think it's I think this sounds good. What do you think? And he asked me how I came up with my name for my studio. I let him know that it was a studio. It was a handle name before. It was Instagram handle name before it was even a studio. But that is who I am. That's why I called it that. And so I, that's what I view myself as. And that's the, that's the name that I can stand behind with authority. I can stand behind it. I'll go to bat for it. That's the thing that I was trying to convey to him. It shouldn't matter what I say or what anybody else says. Whatever you call your business should be a name that you go to bat for. When I went and I told him a story, when I was first getting into business, I had the property owner of the building ask me what I was going to call it. And I told him, fitness extraordinaire. And he says, okay. And you could tell he was taking it in. And then he came back to me the next day and he said, you know, I was talking about it with my wife on a walk. And he was saying, I think, you know, you know, you're elite personal training. And I think that if you call it something like premier fitness, that would be good. And I think I might have even talked about this on the podcast maybe like 100 episodes ago. It sounds familiar coming out of my mouth right now. But anyway, um, and I said, yeah, I said, I like that. But in my head, I'm saying, fuck that. Why? Why was I saying that? Because that is not who I am. That's not my vision. It doesn't have my voice. It doesn't have my name behind it. Like, it doesn't have my character behind it. It doesn't have my unique character behind it. It's not me. Sure, it sounds good and it sounds good to the public. To the public, it sounds good. For business, it sounds good. For the marketing aspect, it sounds good. But here's the thing. I can't get behind that. I can't, I can't realistically stand up for that and stand for that because it's not my own vision or voice behind it. And so even if I were to start something that based on the name itself, which is not the case in any business, would fail, I would still go with the voice or the vision behind what I thought, not because I'm egocentric, because that's the thing that I'll go to bat for the most. That's the thing that I'll stick up for the most. That's the thing that I'll put my energy into the most because it's naturally me. It's authentically me. And it's not something that just the public wants or just the people that hear it, they're going to gravitate more towards because it sounds more mainstream, mainline. Fuck that. Seriously. And I mean that with everything in me. I told him, I said, look, man. I didn't say, look, man. This is through text. (laughs) But I said, I'm paraphrasing here, even though I just wrote the message. It's something that you need to, to, 
it's something that you need to find. It needs to illustrate who you are. It doesn't need to be what the public needs to hear to make them want to go towards that particular or go and sign up at that particular gym. It could be called anything. It's who operates it that makes your business a business. Who operates it? Who's standing in the actual operating room and making sure everything's running a certain way and the and the culture there is a specific type of way that's catering, that's that's that is what the public wants, what the people want. And if you're attracting a certain culture there, they're automatically gonna gonna hold you to certain standards. If you live up to those standards, that's what makes the difference. It's the operation behind, it's the person in charge that makes the business. It's not the name. You can call it Tom, Dick, and Harry's gym for schmucks. It wouldn't matter. Like, yeah, that's probably gonna it's probably gonna make some people a little bit iffy on on uh, on entering in, but what I'm trying to express here is that it doesn't matter your name. It matters the root structure. It matters the core. It's the operating system that matters the most. And if you can't be, if you can, if you're going to be something that you're not, I guarantee you're not going to operate it in the way that you would like to the most. You're not going to stand behind it in the best way that you could. And because of that, it might, it might fail. It might tank. But you're going to go to bat for something that you believe in. And if it starts or in, if it starts with something like the name that you can't even get behind you, you can't even you can't even muster up the the gumption to go behind to, to put a certain name out there and just stick with it. And people start to sway your opinion in that regard or or not just people like individuals, but the public, what you think, you know, pragmatically is going to work. I think that's I think that's the first I think that's the first um mistake. I think that's the first blunder you're gonna make. I think it needs to be something that is unique to you. And all the while it doesn't matter what your name is specifically. It matters what product or what service you provide. That's what matters the most. I mean, there are a bunch of names of businesses that are dumb as shit and it, they work. They work because of the product or the service behind the name. And if anything, you don't want a mainstream name. Sure, people will remember it. It's easier to remember. It's also easier to forget. Whereas if you have a name that's unique and that solidifies who you are, it's your signature once people get that in their memory, once people absorb that in their memory bank, that shit's probably not going to leave. How many times do you often, how many times do you interact with somebody named John and forget their name? But if you interact with a Javier or an ex, like, or the other way of pronounce it, Xavier or some name that, you know, maybe that name's common, but it's not so common or a Zachariah. You're not going to forget that name because it's fairly unique, at least in this day it is. It's easy to forget a John or a Matt. No offense or no offense between with people that are named John or, or Matt, but it's easy to forget your name because it's not that unique, bro. 
You understand that. I'm not trying to be an asshole here. That's your parents' fault for naming you John or Matt. I mean, it's a good name, but it's easily forgot. Now, if you have on the flip side, if you have something like, like I said, I just went through the names. Like in and other names are there too that you can think of that are that are very unique, etc. They'll stand out. Yeah, sure, they're easy to forget, but once you once you remember it one time, it's like in your head, man. And that's just, so it's a good thing to stand apart is what I'm trying to say, but you got to stand apart for the right reasons and you got to be willing to go to bat for the thing that you're, that you're birthing. And if you're birthing this business, you got to start out on the right track, man, and end in the right track. And that first starts out with your name. And if your name isn't something that you can go to bat for, then what other things are you going to compromise? You'll be willing to compromise a lot more down the line if you compromise your name. And that was one thing that I wasn't willing to compromise. I didn't care if my business failed. I'm not going to compromise the name. And I don't know why. It just was something that was very, very visceral within me. It was like, I can't not have this name. And it was just my Instagram handle, which is fitness extraordinaire. It was just that, but I couldn't not have that as a name. I liked how grandiose it sounds. I like that. I'm somewhat of a grandiose guy. At least I try to be. I'm not that good at it. But when it comes to like my business and things like that, I like those things to be very nice and very um you know for for a gym it's always been my direction to keep things very, um, colorful and nice and, and, and just boutique like, and that's just what, that's just how it, that's just the vision that called me for this specific studio. And I wasn't willing to compromise with that. And if I can't do it, I just, I know this is kind of like a, well, that's a, that's a shitty mentality to have, Justin. If you can't do it, well, you're not going to do it at all because that's what I was going to say right now. If I can't do it, I don't want to do it. And there are certain things that you do kind of compromise with, but one thing should never be your vision. One thing, if, if it's one, if it's, if you compromise your vision, you're willing to compromise a lot. You're willing to compromise your structure. You're willing to compromise the, your core values probably as well. And those should never be up for debate or manipulation. You should always be, absolutely grounded in what your core vision is. If you can't do everything, then do a fragment of the core vision, but don't, don't try to, don't try to take the vision and just try to dissect it to where I'll, I'll, or dilute it rather. I'll do this, this way. This is, it's the same. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. And if somebody's telling you differently, they've got you twisted. They don't see your vision the way you see it. I'm not saying that everything is going to map out exactly the way you'd like. You can compromise in certain areas, but it should never be the actual vision of the, of the, of the business and your, your, your motto, your, 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 what's the word? Just your culture, your ethos. It should never, that should never be compromised. But like, uh, you know, I really wanted to get a, loan from this bank, but I can't, and you don't have this, this 
type of you know interest rate or whatever. So I have to compromise, go to this bank. Even if it's a higher interest rate, whatever. That's the kind of compromise I'm talking about. Sometimes shit's not going to be in your favor, whatever. Adjust, chameleonize, but should never be for actually the core components and contracts of the actual business himself. You get what I'm saying? So the name is a big thing. But how do you bring that out to the public and be very vocal and not just vocal, but be proud of it? You got to be naturally and authentically wrapped around whatever that name is or whatever you're, whatever you're trying to do in life, dude. It's, it's everything great. It's everything great comes from you being genuinely natural. That's how everything comes. That's of worth and value is if you're natural with what talents you have or who you are if you're compromising in those areas i promise you you're going to end up being copycat you're going to be a diluted version of what you could be and you're not going to be resonating with people you're not going to be relatable as well as you could be and as a result you're not going to you're not going to really have a clear decisive direction of where you're going because you don't even have a clear you don't even have a clear receive from people that are looking at you or listening to you or taking from what you're saying or what you're giving, what you're offering because it's, it's diluted. And the only way for you to get past that dilution is for you to not give a fuck about what you're putting out there. All as long as you're putting out there what is genuinely authentic to you, who you are from a visceral standpoint. If you can't be that, if you, can, if you cannot do that, you don't have a good chance. And this is something that I'm learning in my latter years. And this is why I'm telling you this. Because this is not some shit that you can pick up when you're 20. Maybe you can if you're lucky. Great. I mean, if you're that wise at 20 or you've been through that much heartache or, or trial or challenge already at 20 where you're realizing I can't be what people want me to be. Because we've all been there and done that. It's called acceptance. We want to be accepted. And I don't mean to sound cliche here, but it's far harder of a task for you to accept yourself. And I'm not talking about if you're, if you're, I'm not talking about like, you know, accepting where you are, where you're at. Like, that's not what I'm saying because we can argue that no, you can't, you shouldn't accept where you're at because where you're at is in a slump and you shouldn't be there. And these are the reasons why you're there. We're not going to get, that's a whole nother podcast. If you accept who you are, how God made you to be and what he inculcated you with, meaning what he's infused inside of you in terms of the way you talk, the way you walk, how you act, what you like, how you like to wear your hair, what clothes you like to wear. All those things make who you are and you shouldn't be hiding them. It's, it's very, very easy to get wrapped up and around what people want for you and how they see you. And it's a constant battle. I will tell you, this is a constant battle, constant argument every day for you to bring out more of who you are and receive less of what people want you to be. That's a fucking hard thing to do, man. It's not easy. And when people say they don't give a shit, those are the people that give a shit. They give a shit the most. 
When I say you can't give a shit, I'm not saying in the context of like, don't care about people. No. I'm saying it like this. You say, I want to do this, this, that, and the other. Somebody says, that's a dumb idea. Don't give a shit about what they say about that. Don't give a shit about what they, about them saying, that's a dumb idea. Disregard it. That doesn't matter. Their opinion doesn't matter. The commentary doesn't matter. Even if it's your mother or father, I've been blessed to have a, have a, a, a unit of, well, not just my mom and dad, but a unit of family that just accepts me, accepts me for my bodybuilding, accepts me for my quirks and everything. I'm blessed. I'm very fortunate for that. And my parents know how weird I am with certain things. They know what my quirks are. They know what I like and what I don't like. They accept that. They're never trying to have me do a certain thing this way and not the other way like because they've been in business longer and they know business better than I do. They just let me figure this shit out for the most part. And they guide me. And that's how it should be. You should be guided. But you should never be you should never be contorted in a way that makes you fit someone else's narrative or someone else's overarching theme of what they have for your life. Like what your your theme of your life should be. No. That's dysfunctional. That's going to create a dysfunctional human being. And I say dysfunctional because you're never going to be 100% happy. You're never going to be 100% driven. You're never going to be 100% what you were created to be because you can't be authentic. You can't be natural. There's so much prize in bringing your natural glow out. There's a lot of prize in that. There's a lot of admiration also from the opposing person that sees it. You may not think that you're not putting enough value on that. People are screaming to come out of their fucking shell, but they can't. Because they feel like they need to be what everybody else wants them to be. You're probably one of those people. And my message, my word, somebody else's message or word, your mom, your dad, they're not going to be able to tell you. They're not going to be able to get through your thick ass skull enough. You have to be the deciding factor of how you, when you're going to change. And you know when you change? When you get frustrated enough. When you get frustrated enough, then you start making change. Then you start fighting back. Well, at least hopefully you do. You can do one of two things. You can fight back or you can just get in a fetal position in the corner and sob yourself to sleep. But if I'd like to presuppose that most of you are the fighting type that most of you are going to put your hands up and say, I'm tired of this. I just can't do this anymore. I'm not even happy. Why am I even putting energy to this when I can't even be what I am? What's the point? Don't worry about audience. Don't worry about acceptance from people. You will cultivate your crowd if you are authentic. 
It will, it will, it will, it will create itself. You won't have to search for it. And more people will actually admire your approach and your posture if they can see that what they're, what they're witnessing is actual authentic behavior. Even if they don't agree with it, you don't have to agree with it. But you can't not help but respect it. Don't let another day, another hour, another minute keep moving on when you can't be exactly what you were called to be. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a slow trickle. But that trickle, that, that, that authentic trickle that's going to come out from it, that, that small, that slow drip, it's going to be so worth it. It's like gold dripping out, man. Like you just got this gold dripping out of this, of this feed. It's the best feeling. It's liberating. It's freedom, man. And because of it, you can be 1,000% you. And that is tough to do, man. Just apply, just apply it. You don't have to take my word for it. Just try it. Try and see how you don't feel. See how you don't feel. See how you feel. (laughs) See how you feel with that. Not everything has to be a stage, man. Not everything has to be perfect. Not everything has to be exact. Not everything has to be created. Some shit just has to be documented. And the only way to do that is for you to be okay being your natural self. Done.